And three, two, one. Here we go. UFC 247 post-fight analysis. Now I know, I know, I know. Uh, I've seen the reactions. I've seen the tweets. I've seen the the comments on different forums. Um, but all in all, uh, the fight card delivered. People were entertained. Uh, a lot of people were happy. And um, well, of course, any type of drama and publicity is always good for the UFC. So before we get to before we get to anything or before we dissect the the main event or the main bout, uh, I want to give like honorable mentions to the two fights that we previously discussed. So uh, Derek Lewis defeated Ilir Latifi via decision, um, but. Ilir Latifi was very impressive in his uh, heavyweight debut. Uh, he was able to use his Greco-Roman wrestling against Derek Lewis. He was able to take him down like several times, uh, second, second and third round. Uh, he had uh, good utilization of the cage. He had good, uh, he had good ground control, but um, evidently he had a very hard time against uh, a heavier heavyweight. Well, for for obvious reasons, Derek Lewis is a huge guy, so. He wasn't really able to impose his game. He wasn't really able to um, dictate the tempo of the wrestling and the cage work and the clinch work. So uh, he he got his he got his work cut out for him. Uh, Derek Lewis is a very formidable opponent. He has knockout power. He's very but you know uh, let's go Latifi side first. Uh, he was able to get double underhooks several occasions. He was able to take him down. Um, the only problem was. Uh, Every time that he was able to get into a clinch, uh, he wasn't able to have a. He wasn't really able to mount a really good offense uh, against the cage. He was pressing Derek Lewis, but he was merely holding them. Uh, he was merely holding him uh, to the point that the referee had to break. And you know, once you got someone in the cage, or once you get someone uh, pinned against the cage, you utilize everything. You need the body. You punch the ribs. You employ a lot of dirty boxing. Um, you work basically. So, as much as possible, it took you a certain amount of uh, took you a, a certain amount of work. Um, you expelled a certain amount of energy to get your opponent against the cage. So you you have to utilize that time to work and not earn a separation. You don't give the referees a, uh, like a valid reason to separate you and reset, and you have to do everything again. So I think this is one good lesson for uh, Ilir Latifi that. Um, Next time he gets someone against the cage, he, he should really work. Either uh, practice his takedowns uh, against the cage and um, try to go for foot trips. Uh, he had several single leg attempts, but he wasn't really able to get that single leg elevation that he's used to because Derek Lewis was a lot taller and you know he defended the takedowns well. That's why he shifted to double underhooks. Uh, with his double underhooks, he was very successful. He was able to take down Derek Lewis several times. However, once they got into the ground, he wasn't really able to transition to a more dominant position. Yes, he was punching. However, those are like, um, for us in the gym, we call them bitch punches. You know, you, the, these are punches that don't really matter or they don't really hurt. You know, it, it's good. Like it, It's like a flick. You know, it's like one of those, like, okay. You got me there, but I'm not. It's not damaging. It's not. It's not hurting me. Uh, there's no significant. Uh, um, there's 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 nothing important or significant about that punch. So, and the fact that he just stayed on top. You know, 
uh, Derek Lewis wasn't really doing anything from the bottom. So for a guy to be on top, uh, he was able to get it to butterfly guard. It was uh, for the most part, he was in top half guard. When you're there, you have to posture up. You have to ground and pound. You know, you, of course, Derek Lewis will do his best to stand up and frame and, and try to play on his side and get an underhook, try to stand up and go for a scramble. But if you're on top, I mean, you worked your ass off to get that takedown and you're already on top, might as well capitalize on that. So it's either you do a, a huge or a tremendous barrage of ground and pound or and or you do your best to advance to a more dominant position. He didn't do anything. Um, he didn't try to pass the guard and go to side mount. He didn't even try to go to mount. Um, so, I mean, these are the things, these are the small adjustments that you have to do um, during fight night that, you know, it has to it has to manifest itself. So, I mean, when hopefully when Ilir Latifi, when Latifi goes back to the gym, these are the things that he's going to work on. So, at least these are these are valuable lessons i mean if he does want to if he really wants to continue campaigning at heavyweight these are the kinds of competitors these are the body types these are these are the this is the amount of weight that he needs to 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 work with you know so um but for sure for someone who's debuted at uh, heavyweight it was pretty good you know it was a pretty decent uh, debut for Latifi, um, it didn't really look drained. I mean, his body was huge, you know. I mean, up until now, uh, that guy's a freak of nature. So uh, hopefully he will take everything in stride and, and learn from this experience. Derek Lewis was, you know, Derek Lewis. Uh, for me, he was a little bit better this time. Uh, he was able to, he, he's, he's more patient uh, he was more calculative in terms of his punches. Um, I saw a lot of switch kicks. Okay, so I, that that was very smart of him. He's he was fighting someone that was shorter. So since him being the taller fighter, going for body kicks, going for head kicks will be a lot easier. So the switch kicks were a fresh uh, fresh look on Derek Lewis. I'm very impressed with how he was able to defend the. The takedowns he was able to stuff the single legs he was able to he was able to defend well against the cage uh, i mean latifi wasn't able to do much damage when he was pinned against there uh what what he needs to work on um further down in his career is definitely um takedown defense a lot of it uh, more of it because um now everyone who saw that fight would be like okay as long as I get double underhooks, I can take him down. Okay. As long as I get the right angles, I can I can switch from a single to a double leg. I can do inside leg trips. So these are the things that Derek Lewis can work on. He really he ramped up and hooked up uh, on the third round. He was he, he was doing his best to finish the fight, and I mean that's one of the reasons why that he's such a fan favorite. He was he's doing his best to be entertaining. Um, he'd always he'll always go for the knockout, and he's he's one of those fighters that are that's there to entertain the fans. But this was this was a very impressive win for Derek Lewis. I I like what he did. Um, now hopefully, when he gets back to training, he'll he'll do more groundwork. I'm like, good thing 
good thing his opponent didn't didn't do much um, when didn't do much when he was in the bottom because from from bottom half guard all he did was just hold the guy down you know he was he was basically hugging Latifi he wasn't trying to get up he wasn't trying to get under hooks so this simply shows the lack of uh, jiu-jitsu in his arsenal um he's he's he doesn't really know how to transition and go for scrambles so hopefully when he gets you know when he gets back to training these are the things that he's going to work on but overall very very entertaining fight um then we go to the next one, Valentina Shevchenko versus uh, Caitlyn Chukagian. Um, uh, Valentina was uh, was typical bullet, you know. Um, I don't see anybody dethroning her at flyweight. She's very impressive. Uh, everything about her and and her performance was was vintage and um, prime Shevchenko. You know he was, she was very calculative. She, she got Caitlyn's number. She was able to counter. Uh, I love the two punch combination finished with the leg kick. Uh, once she was able to get that range, you could see that she was very comfortable. She was circling around. She was using angles. Um, the best move for the fight was that uh, spinning heel kick that practically slapped. Caitlyn's face uh, I think it was replayed several times but you know uh, Valentina Shevchenko is just one of the best right now I don't see anybody out there who's gonna be a challenge for her but Caitlyn again, you know balls of steel very good performance uh, she was able to hang in there uh, she was able to I mean the only thing that lacked in Caitlyn's game was confidence uh when she just started, she she was very, she was very tentative. She was awkward. She wasn't confident in her punches. I didn't see so many jabs. I mean, if you saw her previous fights, he would she would throw a lot of jabs. This one, she would always lead with a push kick or a front kick, but the jabs were absent. Um, she would just throw one or two, like hand or foot strikes there wasn't really a rhythm going on she didn't really she wasn't able to gain any momentum she wasn't uh what do you call this she didn't really get anything going and then um, when Shevchenko was able to bring her to the ground uh she didn't really do much uh I think uh second round yeah I think that was the second round Valentina was able to take her down and open the cut with an elbow and I don't know. Um, this is a good learning experience for Caitlyn. She will definitely learn and grow from this experience. But Shevchenko dominated that. Like the striking, the counter-punching, uh, counter-attacking, um, even the takedowns. I mean, there was one sequence wherein Caitlyn just basically gave the takedown to Valentina. And that clearly shows how Shevchenko imposes her game. She imposes her game. She imposes her will. She makes you afraid. So, very, very, very good fight. And, um, you know, that's why she's the champion. Now, we go to the main event. John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. This was a very close fight. Okay? Now, bef uh, I've seen the reactions of many people uh, here in the Philippines. Uh, I've seen the Twitterverse. I've seen the reactions of um, many 
uh, from fighters to analysts to journalists. Now, uh, even Dana White thought that Dominic Reyes won. But for me, John Jones did enough to win that fight. Uh, it was a close fight. Uh, John Jones probably won that fight by a split decision. Definitely not a unanimous decision. Now, here's the thing. For us to truly understand what's happening, uh, I hope that um, people will, will, will do their best to dissect this, um, to dissect MMA judging and go back to the roots of it. Uh, MMA judges, believe it or not, are sanctioned. Um, they are they are sanctioned, and they are being they are being assigned assigned to the UFC by athletic commission. So whoever is the athletic commission of Houston, Las Vegas, uh, New York, you know, whoever is the athletic commission where the UFC is being held, they are the ones who will be in charge of providing the rep or licensing the referees, licensing the judges. Now, here's the thing. Most, if not all, the judges of these athletic commissions are not fighters. They are not fighters. They are not martial artists. They do not practice martial arts. They're mere spectators. So, these are individuals that don't know anything about fighting, do not practice fighting, have never fought in their life. So, they have no idea what is going on inside that cage. They probably read a handbook. They read the rules. They, uh, they were given specific guidelines. You know, this is like MMA one hundred one or MMA for dummies. They read that piece of paper and then they decided, okay, I got my license from the commission. Now I can judge this fight. That's where majority, if not the problem, lies when it comes to MMA judging. People who score and judge fights do not know what is happening inside the cage. Of course, these are individuals. These are people that have judged boxing matches, kickboxing matches, Muay Thai matches. Uh, I'm not sure if they did wrestling or grappling matches. I don't think so. But when you have a group of individuals judging a fight, an, a mixed martial arts fight, there are so many things that's happening inside that cage. There's gauging distance. There's clinch work. There's grappling. There's wrestling. There are scrambles, there are transitions, you have your striking, so there's your boxing, your kickboxing, your Muay Thai, you have your 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 imposition of 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 tactical advancement, uh, there's cage strategy, there's shifting of momentum, getting rhythm inside the cage. These are the things that they do not understand. So that's why a lot of controversial a lot of controversial decisions have been rendered on MMA fights simply because there are people these are in these are people that don't know what's happening they don't know MMA but they are assigned to judge the fights now when it comes to Dominic Reyes and John Jones uh from so let's start from let's let's take it from the point of view of me uh, a coach an analyst a fighter a competitor a martial artist John Jones did enough to to win rounds for that fight. I got it three against two. Dominic Reyes, uh, Dominic Reyes definitely won rounds one and two. Um, it was a toss up for round three, but I gave it to John Jones. 
uh, halfway through the third round and then the fourth round and the fifth round Dominic Reyes was fading John Jones capitalized and that was enough you know it wasn't as convincing but it was enough to defend the belt so for obvious reasons uh, that was probably the game plan of John Jones I don't know if I was able to mention it on my pre-fight analysis um, Dominic Reyes' victories have been in the first second round so if John Jones was able to weather the, f- the the first quarter storm, he'd be able to mount an attack. And that's exactly what he did. Um, he basically defended and evaded during the first two rounds. He was able to land a few shots. He was able to land a few punches, kicks, you know, uh, get a little bit, on, uh, get a little work on the clinch. But, you know, for the most part, he was, he was steady. He was stable. He was catching his rhythm. He was finding his range. He was, he was for the most part just moving and Dominic Reyes was attacking he was attacking he was moving forward he was throwing combinations he was able to land a lot of punches you know in the first two rounds I was very I was very impressed with uh, Dominic Reyes punching he was definitely ahead in terms of boxing skills his hands were better and um, I don't know if it was in the second or third round he was able to drop John Jones with a body shot but he was impressive and then um third third round th- th- rounds three four five that's where john jones started to impose his game he was uh he was able to do a lot of counter attacks he was he was going for the, he was going for he was taking advantages of the he was taking advantage in the clinch he was throwing elbows for every punch that uh dominic threw he, he knew he had to throw something as well he would throw knees he would throw kicks and then, um, of course, the calf kicks were there. The oblique kicks were there. And then, um, this is something that was rare for John Jones. Uh, fourth, fifth round, he would always go for the takedown. You know, uh, he would always go for the takedown. He was able to get, um, he, was, he had a good shot. He had good penetration, good double legs. Um, he was able to bring him down. However, here's the thing. However, Dominic Reyes was very very impressive when it comes to he wasn't able to counter but he was able to spring back up for you to be able to spring back up from a from a john jones double leg takedown is very 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 impressive a lot i mean not even daniel cormier was able to do that john jones if he takes you down you're staying down you'll be able to get up if he allows you to get up so for someone like dominic reyes to to he wasn't able to stuff the takedown but he was so fast at springing up that he wasn't able to John Jones wasn't really able to mount an attack from that position very very impressive um, he was able to get back up he was able to counter and then from there uh, John Jones just kept going at him almost had his back um, uh, I don't know why he didn't go for 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 the back mount but you know that was probably his strategy and then um, if you notice at the start of the fifth round the cameras were on both fighters. You see that John Jones was still fresh, and Dominic Reyes' face was so faded. You know, <laughs> if if I mean these are the things that these are f- small things that play a role when it comes to rendering decisions. So you got you got John Jones' face on one side, and he was fresh, he was good, he was ready to fight. And then you go, you camera goes over to Dominic Reyes, and his face was flushed. He was like was drained he was exhausted 
um clearly this is the first time that he's been on a he's been on round four and round five you know he's this is the first time that they enter deep waters and the first dance that he had in those in that particular arena was with john jones so um excuse me uh for me probably split decision split decision john jones um i hope they run it back uh and again this is something that dominic reyes will 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 grow up from uh he will learn from this experience he he earned a lot of fans uh after the fight a lot of people gave him respect john jones even said that he uh, he earned um his respect that evening and uh for me i i enjoyed everything that he did um i i was i was he was he was more than what i expected so from from an analyst and a fight fan he he really made sure that everyone got their got their money's worth now that is uh it's going to segue towards the point of view of a judge okay so now here comes a group of uh, these are like three people they're going to judge a fight then they see first two rounds dominic reyes was punching punching leading third round halfway through the third round he starts fading he was still punching but it's not as strong as he used to so now they think okay so we'll give okay so now we see that um we see that he's uh he's fading but he's still attacking he's constantly moving maybe he's still in it then third fourth fifth round you know they see john jones take him down now for people who have no idea what wrestling is they don't know how hard it is to defend a takedown they don't know how hard it is to stand up from a takedown for you that's a that's a null move you know you you don't give credit to the person who was able to stand right back up from from such a takedown uh for you that's nothing and then um since you don't know grappling you don't know you don't you don't have an appreciation of what's happening cage side you don't have an appreciation of what's happening uh when people are scrambling you just see someone take someone to the floor and he was successful okay he was able to take him down check there's no there's there's a point for the takedown but there's no point for the defense. There's no point awarded for the person who was able to stuff the takedown. There was there's no point awarded to someone who was able to defend and get back up right away. So I mean these are the things that that, that has to change later on. Hopefully in the future they they all come together and communicate properly what has to happen. I mean there are a lot of former fighters, there are a lot of MMA analysts out there there are a lot of MMA referees that are willing to help out so I do not understand what is happening with these athletic commissions why they don't allow this to happen so basically you have three judges with a boxing match with a boxing match mindset and then you bring them to MMA that's what's happening right now those are the things that that factor in when it comes to judges rendering decisions so when you talk about a boxing mindset and and bringing it to mma defending the belt it means defending the belt if you did not do anything that is extraordinary over the limit uh, something that will 
make the judges wow and the champion has done enough you didn't take him down you didn't i mean you didn't knock him out you didn't even get a knockdown for a particular round for them that's that's not enough that's so in their context the champion defended his belt for that particular round and that carried on for five rounds so um, that's just how i see it i don't know what's going on with these people but i i mean hopefully things change uh joe rogan has been voicing out his opinion on how mma fight should be judged um big john mccarthy uh herb dean dominic uh dominic cruz even michael bisping has been voicing out concerns when it comes to mma judging but we'll see we'll see i mean you have to understand these athletic commissions are run by by established old people so they won't just listen to to anybody's opinion but we'll see i mean mma is uh mma is very young and there's always room for improvement so i really hope everyone enjoyed uh the fight card uh, i hope you're all entertained and these are the things that that future coaches future fighters uh fight fans and you know people who want to discuss mma with their friends or make and make a career out of this these are the things that you have to dissect later on and on and these are the things that you have to understand and this will hopefully make you appreciate what happens when you watch when you watch your next mma fight so that's about it thank you knots and crosses check them out facebook instagram thank you bottle boy ph again they're on facebook and instagram best party needs and then thank you awon coffee so that's a w o n coffee uh best local produced coffee beans out there i buy my coffee from them uh, especially when i need my caffeine fix throughout the day best in business search them on instagram and facebook as well now you can follow me on facebook just type in coach franco rulioda and then i'm on instagram at Franco Rulloda, F-R-A-N-C-O-R-U-L-L-O-D-A. So, till the next episode, and that's what Coach Franco says. Bye-bye.